1: this movie
0: welcome back to a brand new episode of wtm watch this movie i am eric Mulder.
1: some of us pump and some of us slump
0: joining me per usual back again is mr positivity
1: wolfie t you crazy if you think i'm gonna walk up some dark alley with a
0: loud orange hat on my head and a whistle
1: back back again shady's back I was going to do the whole thing, but then I didn't <laughs> want to do it because I'm not a huge Eminem fan, but uh, I heard he turned 50 the other day. He's just old and bitter now. So I saw a
0: picture of him at 50 cent and then somebody switched their faces <laughs> with the app so him turned 50.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet that looked, uh, <laughs> looked like Tropic Thunder. Interesting. <laughs> How he always pictured himself. How you feeling? I'm uh I don't know if I had COVID or not because I didn't get tested. I I didn't Ooh. go to the doctor, but uh <laughs> just toughed it out. Mm-hmm. But I had all the classic COVID symptoms, which are also <laughs> the classic flu symptoms and the classic bad cold symptoms. Mm-hmm. So i don't know i guess i had covid <laughs> classic sinus infection symptoms well i had a fever for a couple of days and body aches and stuffy nose and uh scratchy throat and uh that type of stuff so uh mm-hmm. and now i'm i'm it's been a couple weeks i'm still a little stuffier than normal and um i got a little bit of a cough here and there but uh I'm back at it. Been back in the office this week. Mm. I worked at at home last week while I was still a little symptomatic. Mm. Um, the only thing I regret about not getting tested is our company is, still gives you five days of leave, uh, paid leave, if you test positive for COVID and can't work. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time I figured that out, I was already out three days of pto so i kind of regret that but uh other than that it was just like i haven't been that sick in years but then again i heard that's a result of locking everything down (laughs) 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 because it's the worst flu and cold season in uh several years because they locked everything down and made us wear masks for two years
0: yeah so our immune systems are weakened
1: that's what I that's the word on the street. That's what Dr. Fauci said, you know, and he also <laughs> said he had nothing to do with locking anything down. Didn't he quit yet? I thought he was stepping down. I think he announced his retirement, but I don't know the date that he's going to actually okay. retire. But yeah, he uh, I heard he like I said, I heard he had nothing to do with locking anything down. At least that's what he says now. Uh, I'm sure there are several video compilations which may contradict that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I may or may not have seen these said video (laughs) compilations of
1: him recommending that we lock everything down. It may or may not have come out of his own mouth several times during the last many years.
0: Just like he denies uh, being responsible for possibly thousands of gay
1: deaths in the 80s with the AZT (laughs) treatments. You know, I saw a clip of the Pfizer, I don't think it was the CEO, but it was some executive at Pfizer was testifying before some group in, in, uh, Europe and, uh, they just, Oh, by the way, that their, their, uh, vaccine had not been tested for, um, stopping the spread before it was <laughs> yeah. put on the market. And, uh, Made mandatory in many places,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so like that was the the propaganda was you get the vaccine to stop it from spreading to other people. Yeah, but apparently now they're admitting that they never tested for that, and <laughs> uh, they've also admitted that it doesn't stop the spread at all. I remember <laughs> uh,
0: seeing the statistic that it had or like you were supposed to have about a 95% chance of not getting it. If you got the vaccine, like it was, that was the, I don't know, I don't know if it was the efficacy rating or, um, but just the, like transmission wise, like 95% chance you are not going to get this.
1: They unequivocally said, if you get vaccinated, <laughs> you will not get COVID. <laughs> and like every major person in power repeated that. Yeah, and, uh, I,
0: I know. I remember them
1: pushing for, you know, we need to get herd immunity. You know, they said, Stop if this you transmission. Get, <laughs> if you get vaccinated, you will never get COVID. And then you can yell at the people who don't get vaccinated because somehow them not being vaccinated stops your vaccine from working.
0: <laughs> well, see, so here's the problem, Brad, because so I, I've been
1: vaccinated, you know, so are you, right? I got the Johnson and Johnson. It doesn't really count.
0: Boy, I feel <laughs> like a horse's patoot.
1: It's not even on the market anymore. It had too many side effects. I, think I, I had the Pfizer,
0: and you know, I don't. I've never tested positive for it. Don't think I've had it, but you know, you might have it and not even know it, not even have symptoms. <laughs> so maybe it did stop all this transmission of the people with uh, that are not
1: symptomatic. That's what they could say. That's what president Trump said. Like if you test more for COVID, you're just going to find more COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been it's...
1: tested several times, but cause it's out there, but if you don't test for it, you, you might not know that it's there. Cause I
0: got really sick uh, last winter and yeah. you know, you got to go get tested. Right. So
1: why didn't,
0: <laughs> What they had us do is stand outside for over an hour in the freezing cold, waiting in line with other people that are sick to try and get tested to see if you have the COVID. (laughs) And then it came back negative.
1: (laughs) Uh, See, when I got sick, I said, what are they going to do if I test positive for COVID? They're going to tell me to go home, drink lots of liquids, get some rest maybe take a ibuprofen for the fever. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I don't need a doctor to tell me that because I'm already doing that. (laughs) Probably shouldn't have contacted people. It's like, well, I'm not hitting the town feeling like this. Yeah, like (laughs) the last thing I want to do is leave the house right now. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, it is uh, great to have you back. I got to say, I was a little worried uh i felt like checking on you because you messaged me sunday i think it was when we were going to record with Stu. you're like you know i really sick can't make it just go on without me and i was like (laughs) you sure no we can just wait and you're like no no and like a day or two later like i thought that was kind of weird i was like well you've never done that before and uh like a couple days later i went on twitter i was like well let's see what Wolfie's doing and you hadn't posted in like four or five days and i'm like has he lost the will to live or is he okay and then then the next day i think you finally posted something
1: on there i'm like okay he is alive (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't post much on twitter when i was sick you're too sick to even you know type down snarky comments (laughs) I was just watching the game show network and trying to sleep without gagging on my snot in the back of my throat. <laughs> 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 what game what game show were you watching? I just had it on a loop. I had the game show network on like the entire time I was sick. Cause like I didn't want to put something on that I wanted to watch because I knew I was gonna be like in and out, falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't know, the rotation is like like they get the match game is on at noon. And then uh what else? They? they have America Says, and they have 25 Words or Less. They have the $100,000 Pyramid. They have uh, the People Puzzler, which is the People Magazine crossword puzzle as a game show. <laughs> it's hosted by Leah Remini, and she just makes fun of these people for being idiots because they have the dumbest people on there uh and then of course steve harvey's family feud is uh, is the big one
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's uh it's a lot of just like game show network shows now it's not uh they don't have like the classic ones like they used to um other than like an hour of the match game every day but i used to like watching card sharks but they they don't do that one anymore mm-hmm. I rewatched The Running Man last
0: night. It holds up with Dicky Dawson. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say you mentioned <laughs> Family Feud. I watched the original host last night. Uh, well, he's a regular on
1: the match game. What's everybody? That? He was a regular on the match game. He was. uh, Everybody picked him in the bonus round because he <laughs> he knew what was up. He was like the he was like the smart one on the panel. Him and yeah. uh, Charles Nelson uh, Riley. <laughs> yeah running man a whole lot of fun so we should probably uh get one to the real, recently seen one, one thing real quick just speaking of charles nelson riley <laughs> just real quick have you ever seen the movie body slam no anyway so body slam is a movie from like 1985 and it's uh like rowdy Roddy pipers in it and the tonga kid and captain lou albano and uh, it's about a, a music promoter who accidentally becomes the manager of a pro wrestler. Mm. <laughs> and they have like a talk show uh, where they talk to the wrestling managers, and it's hosted by a character played by Charles Nelson Riley. But what's ironic is they bring in this music producer and Captain Lou and this other manager who is a little person just start calling him a fag the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like do you know who's hosting the show? Like <laughs> <laughs> And then like uh, there's actually like people in the crowd with signs that just say it. Jeez. <laughs> it's like times were different at 85. <laughs> well, that was just a few years before uh, Bill and Ted. So oh uh, well, Bill and Ted was even well, the first one was what, 88 or 89. But that, I mean that word was used in kids' movies, like Bill and Ted and uh the monster squad. Yes, yes. <laughs> Bill and Ted's bogus journey they definitely say the f word he calls the devil the f word oh mm-hmm. well, they say it, i think a couple of they say it a couple of times in excellent they, adventure
0: yeah uh, they in medieval times <laughs> yes
1: but uh yeah Anyways, so i just had to put that in there real quick <laughs> real quick
0: we should uh get to the recently seen because we're gonna do uh kind of a special double spoiler discussion you could call it. We're going to talk about a recently seen movies. I completed the movie challenge for the baby, and we're going to both talk about Halloween ends. You know, gotta see, f- <laughs> gotta see the baby. Gotta see the baby. We're both going to talk about Halloween ends, spoiler free, uh, in the, I guess, uh, first section of the episode, and then you know we're going to talk about the baby with spoilers after we kind of wrap it up and then after the baby discussion we're going to have a spoiler filled discussion of halloween ends so if you've seen that one you can stick around to the very
1: end of the episode for halloween ends it's on peacock yeah, it is <laughs> you don't is. even, you don't Bro, even have to it. go to the theater for it yeah i saw they were saying that it bombed because it had like 40 something million at the box office mm-hmm. but then other people were like But you said this movie was a huge success and it only made 15 million (laughs) like two weeks ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think the budget was still only 20 million on Halloween Ends. It kind of
1: felt like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't have to pay Michael as much. All right. Um, Should we compare screen time from Halloween and Halloween ends for Michael Myers? <laughs> have you seen people doing that? Uh,
0: not yet. I've seen some fun screenshots, though, that people have superimposed. <laughs> like, uh, what's he the was, kid's name in there? Is it Corey?
1: Uh,
0: Corey Cunningham, I think yeah. it was. It's him on the bike, and it's Michael <laughs> holding his waist, riding on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the girl. <laughs> 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 That's funny. I think Lorez had that uh meme or something he posted about, but anywho. Yeah, let's let's get into it. What did you see, Clarice? What did you see? Let's begin with Halloween ends. Spoiler free, mind you. So it just came out uh last weekend. Which is funny because it um, when I was reading about it, I was like, okay, I know it's going to Peacock, and I think it said the f- the people who have free Peacock they're not going to get it. You have to be a paid subscriber.
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. Well, Peacock's levels are weird because they have a free level, mm-hmm. and then they have a premium level that uh, has ads. Has yeah, which has ads. And uh, you get it, you get the premium level if you're an Xfinity subscriber, mm. and then they have premium plus, which is ad free, yeah. And That's- I want to say they may have even added another level mm. above that, which I don't know what that one has, but or maybe I'm thinking of a different one. But uh, so I was wondering, I was like, shit am I paying for this? I, I, don't, I don't even know,
0: I don't know if I'm paying for Peacock. Cause it yeah. has ads and yeah. I was able to watch Halloween ends on it without changing anything. So I guess I'm a paid subscriber, which I need to stop that soon. <laughs> so. No, if
1: you have Xfinity internet, you get the premium. Oh, included okay. I in your service. Okay. I think if you have any Xfinity service, they give you the Peacock premium. It's like five bucks a month value. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I cut the core a couple years ago, so I don't have cable. I just have internet yeah. through Xfinity. So, okay. That makes sense. Because I have Peacock Premium Plus, which is, uh, it's ten bucks a month. But since I have Xfinity, I only pay five bucks a month. I mm-hmm. I pay the difference between Plus and just Premium. Yeah, but I do that mainly for the WWE stuff on there. Mm. So,
0: Halloween Ends was directed and written by David Gordon Green, also co-written by. Danny McBride, Chris Bernier, Bernier, (laughs) Paul Brad Logan, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichek, James Jude Courtney as The Shape, uh, Rohan Campbell, Will Patton, Jesse C. Boyd, uh, Michael Barbieri, Destiny Monet, Joey Harris. I think that'll do it
1: martine
0: that was yeah i didn't want to go to that one i go i don't i don't know who martine is but i don't think they've earned the just one name (laughs) moniker
1: well they played billy i think billy was the head band bully okay there's a roving gang of high school band members (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh synopsis the saga of michael myers and laurie strode comes to a spine chilling climax in the final installment of this trilogy not much of
1: a synopsis i'd say that's uh quite the editor editorialization of the uh (laughs) synopsis there spine chilling climax is a really (laughs) loaded uh way of describing (laughs) it did your spine chill at the climax (laughs) (laughs) Because I thought I went out with a whimper. Yeah. It reminded me, what was that line from Southland Tales? Uh, where there's... pimps don't commit suicide? <laughs> no, the other one that they repeat <laughs> throughout. <laughs> something about going out with a whimper instead of a Is it something bang? that Boxer Santoro says? <laughs> AKA Black Adam? What's his uh, Jericho Kane? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's uh, Justin Timberlake with his character. He keeps repeating it throughout. I don't know. It's something that goes out. I got sold, but I'm not a soldier. (laughs) I need to rewatch that movie because I watched the director's cut. and I I remember it being a lot better the last time I had watched it before I watched the director's cut. Mm. I need to watch the theatrical cut again. You should watch the can cut. Oh, I think that's the one I watched. Yes, that's the one I want. Because the can cut is the one that's unfinished. <laughs> like everything's out of order, and it it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's like twenty
0: minutes longer. Richard right? Kelly, he's the he's the one director where you do not want to watch director's
1: cuts. Basically, <laughs> Donnie Darko director's cut is not good. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I've been meaning to rewatch Donnie Darko because I didn't like it the first time I watched it, but like I like Richard Kelly's other movies. Yeah, The Box. The Box, I liked. Yeah, I like they, The Box. Well, all
0: three of his main films I've, I've seen, I, I like them all. But um, yeah, I don't believe there's a director's cut of The Box. But yeah, I can't remember wh- for the show we didn't watch the director's cut, did we? For no. Um, I,
1: i don't think southland tales uh, yeah for southland tales i don't think we had access to it at the time Mm -hmm. um it's since come out on an arrow blu-ray which which i bought last year yeah there was i saw an ad for a
0: 4k release recently probably uh, courtesy of zolly becker he likes to keep (laughs) everyone informed speaking of which will we will be recording with zolly uh just real quick early next week just quickly yes excited for that He's uh, currently serving a, a week-long Twitter suspension <laughs> for targeted harassment.
1: What did James Gunn uh, <laughs> report him or something? Something like that.
0: <laughs> I think he had a post on Facebook earlier today. That said like one day, four hours to go. <laughs>
1: Which which Warner Brothers executive did uh, <laughs> did not have a sense of humor?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll talk to him about all that. Um, Speaking of
1: COVID shots and boosters, he's he's up to like five or six at, at this point. Yeah, we got his flu shot the other day too, so he's he's boosted and shot it up. I saw I saw him uh, tweeting about that, so that must have been before his suspension. Yeah. Anyways. I heard Halloween ends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just real quick. Yeah, so, you know, it's hard to talk about this one without spoilers um cuz you don't want to reveal too much. You can say things like uh they went a different way with this one. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. You could say Michael Myers isn't as prominent as in other entries. Uh, we, there's a new character we're, in, we're introduced to this cory
1: kid Yeah, it was, it's his world and we're just living in it i was trying to think of who who you reminded me of and i, I just can't put my finger on it he's known for the hardy boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hardy boys too young weppistappas <laughs> it's got a raging clue so yeah with halloween ends it's it is the final entry in this trilogy And I would say it does not. I I would say it's the weakest of the trilogy, of the new trilogy, easily. Although they they did try something admirable. But uh, as I wrote in my letterbox review, this was the last Jedi of the franchise. I mean, there's a couple of things, you know, people will point to, oh, they're nodding to where they're going with the story. Yeah. With this scene in Halloween Kills or this in Halloween. Although it's a hard sell for me to think of that. They were thinking about kills or ends while they made Halloween. That's bullshit. (laughs) They just made Halloween and it was popular. So they did two more, but um, it just doesn't come together. Like I I guess I can um, applaud them for trying something different, but it just does not work for me. That was pretty much awful. I enjoyed the beginning, like the first scene and the final scene I enjoyed yeah everything
1: else was middling to bad i didn't i didn't hate some of the ideas that they try to to bring into it but it doesn't fit like Mm -hmm. like you're continuing the narrative of the previous two movies or three if you include the original in that and it doesn't fit the narrative like it's not a continuation of where you left off Mm -hmm. um and i like i said i kind of like i understand like kind of what they're going for but it doesn't it's like a a square peg in a round hole like if they had done this movie as maybe like the first or even the second in the trilogy and then they went from there or you know like the the main plot of this movie not necessarily the exact same movie Mm -hmm. like i think it would have worked better earlier in the series as opposed to being the end of it, it's an unsatisfying end to the trilogy. Um, specifically, Michael Myers' story within the trilogy, or the quadrilogy,
0: um, if, if you will, since this yeah. is technically two, three, and four of the <laughs> Halloween story. The it's
1: too confusing. The David Gordon to...
0: Green timeline. Yes. You know, we'll call it that. The H four
1: O timeline. But. Uh... Yeah, so uh, I didn't like it, but I didn't hate. Like it wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen, right? Like yeah. You you know, mean, there's and Halloween they're... 6, there's Halloween Resurrection.
0: <laughs> I think those are I, worse.
1: I need to see though. I need to see the rest of <laughs> the Halloween movies. You don't need to see movies. those. <laughs> At some point I need to watch some. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like in another context I think it would have been fine. You know, it would have worked. It's it's not the best movie. Um but you know, it didn't fit. Like it didn't fit. It was uh it was disappointing. I thought that the uh the Michael Myers character was kind of done dirty um especially after what they did in the first or the last two movies with him. Yeah. Where like he went from like he was an absolute like superman and now you know it's a it's like a complete 180 with his character. So yeah, I I agree it was disappointing.
0: All right, well, let's rate it. Um I wouldn't say it's a never, but it is definitely a very strong last resort or almost between a last resort and a never. It's it's worth seeing. There's a couple of, you know, you, you got to complete the quadrilogy, right? Right. But yeah, it's a last resort for me it's a last resort
1: yeah i I also give it a last resort it's a last resort obviously if you're a completionist you want to see it uh but like i said in another context i i think it would have been okay um for the most part yeah Uh, and i i think you know a couple years down the line if you revisit the 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 series you know it it probably will feel like a better movie than than maybe what you think today but i don't think it's going to be one of those ones where like you have to go back and rewatch it or like you have to see this if you know you just have a fleeting interest in the series um cuz it is probably the most disappointing of of this section of the franchise
0: yeah all right well
1: What else have you seen recently? I watched the much anticipated 2022 Netflix movie. Never meant to be on Peacock. Never meant to be in theaters. Hmm. Rob Zombie's The Munsters. Of course, it was written and directed by Rob Zombie. Stars his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie.
0: Hmm.
1: really uh, shockingly uh jeff daniel phillips daniel roebuck richard Brake, jorge garcia who you may remember from lost hmm. Yep, he's back God, what uh, was S- his name in lost again uh i don't remember i've rep- i've repressed a lot of my lost <laughs> memories uh sylvester mccoy
0: hugo uh, Cass-
1: he, Hugo, that's right. he won the lottery with the numbers off of the thing. <laughs> he sure did and then they had to and, go back to the island we gotta go back no you don't end the series We're They do the
0: that like twice time. there's two uh seasons that end with we gotta go back
1: once they go back the the rest of the series is just shit <laughs> like they go back at the end of season three and the like the last three seasons are just garbage they start time traveling and shit disgusting (laughs) um also starring catherine shell cassandra peterson who i believe is best known as elvira yes elvira plays uh the the chick that plays elvira plays somebody else (laughs) anyway uh tomas boykin or thomas boykin uh that's probably about it. Uh the synopsis, it's a reboot of the monsters that followed a family of monsters who moves from Transylvania to an American suburb. So I read a interview that Rob Zombie did with Variety before I watched this movie and like it gave some insight into like his mindset in making it and like everything he talked about seemed like the opposite of what it should have been like if if you've seen the original series at all and like one of the things he talked about was like they wouldn't let him film in black and white so he's like "What what's better than that let's just do like super cartoony bright colors and then um, I don't know there's something else he said like the audience he said something like the audience is smart you don't need to dumb things down for them but then he goes You got to have an origin story because otherwise people don't know what's going on with these monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Like They don't understand who they are. So you made an origin story. As he's wanted to do. Yeah, so you get the backstory of how Herman is made, which you don't need, (laughs) and then how he and uh, Lily uh, meet up and fall in love. And uh, this movie had one of the worst trailers ever made. Like not a single laugh in it it looks super amateurish, yeah, and the movie looks super cheap, it feels disjointed, like it's just a bunch of random scenes like strung together at times, like that don't seem to flow like there's no i don't know no continuity in some areas, mm-hmm. and it's way too long it's it's an hour and forty nine minutes it's way too long, um, but it's it's almost hard to compare to the nineteen sixties series or any of the spin-off movies thereafter because these characters are so much different than, than those original characters. Like the the only uh, resemblance in in most cases are just a slight visual resemblance. Like they don't sound anything like them. They uh they act and talk completely different in a lot of ways. But there are funny moments throughout, uh, which I was uh, pleasantly surprised at. Um, I laughed more than I expected to. Um Richard Brake is fantastic. He plays multiple roles. Mm. Um, he's a real highlight. Um, he 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 stands out as like the only real actor in the movie. Hmm. Um, everybody else is doing like uh hammy sitcom stuff, which you know i I think that was uh in that Rob zombie interview he like he intentionally directed everybody to overact just to try to match the aesthetic um but yeah, anyways it's uh it's an origin story, it's completely unnecessary, but it's there uh it's too long. It looks super cheap. It uh, doesn't go together really well. But there's enough funny parts and characters and, and things in it to, to keep you interested, uh, at least to, to give it a, uh, you know, maybe throw it on in the background or something when you're doing, uh, you know, something else or whatever. Um, but it's uh, it's not the worst movie that you, you would expect, I'm going to give Rob Zombie's Monsters a last resort. It's a last resort. But, uh, you know, not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. I saw a film on Prime, I believe,
0: from 2011. It's called The River Murders. You ever heard of this? No, it doesn't sound familiar probably because it's straight to dvd trash (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) um so this film was directed by rich cohen rich cowan starring ray leota giselle afraga michael roderick sarah ann schultz christian slater ving rames melora walters uh raymond j barry and michelle krusiak
1: raymond j barry sounds familiar
0: i uh remember him from um, walk hard plays dewey's father john c riley's father wrong kid died (laughs) (laughs) that
1: guy oh that's another movie that i've repressed because i didn't think it was funny at all oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. okay that's quite the cast though you got bing
0: rames in there christian mm-hmm. slater yep yeah. we so my wife and i have started doing uh kind of just alternating picking movies <laughs> and have you had she's... a good one
1: in there guess? either way
0: well <laughs> so this was kind of on the front page of like Amazon Fire TV that we have in the bedroom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, suggested for you because she watches a lot of true crime stuff. Okay. And so this is like a a crime, you know, kind of. Well, it's not true crime, but it's you know a crime drama, crime thriller, uh, if you will. And she just saw the picture of Ray Liotta and Christian Slater and said the River Murders. She goes, "Let's watch that." <laughs> he likes Ray Liotta and Christian Slater, so she doesn't need a description nothing she's very much judge a book by its cover if it has people she likes in it she'll just see it without question does she know it was 2011 ray Liotta and christian slater yeah. so she, she doesn't <laughs> know these things like i saw it and i immediately knew it was straight to dvd i was like this was not in theaters there's no, no way no and but the movie i think the runtime was like an hour and 20, 20 minutes 28 so minutes i was like perfect she can pick this it'll suck and i'll you know tell her that she doesn't know what she's doing when she's picking movies (laughs) this will be uh very good for me so uh before i get into it let's i guess go over the synopsis which is while investigating a series of murders a homicide detective becomes the prime suspect when the fbi uncovers his close personal ties to all the victims this movie is dog shit. <laughs>
1: Don't you hate <laughs> when that happens? When you become the prime suspect? <laughs> uh,
0: the dialogue is very clunky. And it kind of starts with a dead body found in the river. At least shown in the river. And then there's one that's found by the river. <laughs> and, uh, hence the river murders. So Ray Liotta's down there with all the cops. You know, they, they pulled a body and... Ray Liotta recognizes her and he just kind of offers up like, oh, you know, I dated her for a few months, about 10 years ago. And we had sex <laughs> right over there, right by the river. That makes me a suspect. <laughs> Why would he say that? <laughs> he just offers it up. And then That's... so Bing Rams is like, all right, we're going to go buy the book on this one. So, you know, you're off the case, you know, you, you can't be uh you're too doogie. close. You're too you're close, close. any. He, he has to be investigated himself, you know, he they need to see if he has an alibi for when she, you know, after the coroner comes back with how long she's been deceased and all that.
1: They never suspect the guy who admits that he's a suspect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another uh body that turns up who Ray Liotta has also had sex with. <laughs> And it turns out this movie is just the killer killing women who Ray Liotta had sex with. (laughs) (laughs) And the list is very long. Oh my god. It gets to a point where like, okay, you need to write down everyone you've had sex with in your life. At the river.
1: (laughs) Everybody you hooked up with at the river. This is going to be a while. How (laughs) long can I take to do this? Because it might be a while. They
0: start, you know, not dying or being found in a river. You know, there's other oh, okay. places they're found and there's other places he had sex with them before. <laughs> and it isn't like the always the place he had sex with them. It's it's like it seems like that's how they're going at first. And then, well, obviously he can't, you know, fuck 20 women by the same river. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the killer branches out. But so I guess like the second or third body they find is also in like a park. and. Ray Liotta still, you know, has to keep his distance, but he goes down there anyways to see what's going on. He's like he's out jogging. Ray Liotta is. So this is, you know, he died when it was the last year?
1: Yeah, within the last two years for and sure. I think he was
0: sixty-two, something like that. So yeah. he's in his early fifties in this
1: film. I mean, he and he wasn't on Chantrix yet. No.
0: He was not.
1: <laughs> a runner, right. What was that? What it was called Chantrix? <laughs> the, he did those commercials for the uh, what was it called? I think it was, it was just called Chantix. Wasn't it? Yeah. Was there, yeah, an hour some, there? something like that. It's uh, he did commercials for a stop smoking pill. Mm-hmm. And then he died. And then he died of natural causes in Jamaica or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, because you could tell he is you know out of shape, and here he's got a nice big pot belly that he's still jogging with. And he jogs down to the crime scene and there's two detectives there that he knows and they kind of start telling him the details of the case (laughs) they always return to the scene of the crime hey don't cross that tape line you need to check for enemies that she made at the da I called over there. They're going to be sending you a list of her convictions from the past three years. What do you got here? Anything? Shouldn't tell you this, but the coroner called and found the ring. You could be the expert witness. They found it in her pussy, Jack. Area we heard you knew very well. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a crucifix.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And we find all the dead bodies have crucifixes stuffed up their pussies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they didn't figure that out to like the 10th body. <laughs> it's like the second or third. <laughs> the real swerve comes when the, there's a dead man that they find. And really, you know, yep, I fucked him too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they do go that way. There is a man that is found with well, the crucifix stuck up his ass and it's a man that that he knows so like he shows up to the murder scene and the guys are like the same detectives who like it like it's so funny that that clip because they're acting so professional and then he goes we found it in her pussy jack I'm like <laughs> pussy does not go with the rest of the dialogue in the scene at all right and but the, the rest of the movie after this these guys are always cracking jokes mm-hmm. very inappropriate jokes at all the uh, murder scenes, and so there's like a hotel where this man is basically spread eagle, <laughs> dead, <laughs> with a crucifix up his ass, and Rayliota shows up, and they're like, you know, you can't—the uh, back door's locked. You can't you gotta go in here. <laughs> like they're
1: making these back, you know, these gay jokes, oh my and God. it's just very inappropriate. But it was all an elaborate ruse to out Rayliota as a homosexual. <laughs> uh the funny thing is uh the whole who the killer
0: is does not make sense um at all and i still predicted it
1: (laughs) nobody'll see this coming
0: halfway through i look over and i go it's it's this person and i was confident when i said it and then like 30 seconds later i go well wait a second that means he did this so that doesn't make sense <laughs> and then he still did it anyways and the the reason that there's no reason rhyme or reason it's just terrible writing because it doesn't make sense in the climax
1: but you just happen to know all the same people <laughs> really on a because that's
0: the other thing he's like there's no possible way anybody could know
1: who i slept <laughs> with you know all these
0: all these women <laughs> so i guess that's a roundabout way of saying that this movie's god awful but it might be worth watching if you're into that type of thing. I'll, I'll give it a last resort, but me and the wife are laughing about that scene, that that clip for days. I found it in her pussy, Jack. That's funny. And I'll say it, and I think I'm going to add it to the show whenever we think we need to try and find something. We lost something. Found it in her pussy, Jack. I
1: found it in her pussy, Jack. That's great. <laughs> You should've. You should've watched The River's Edge. If you <laughs> want to see a movie about a dead body next to the river, or Mystic River? That's a, that's a good one too. But uh, the river runs through it. Have you seen the River's River Niger? Have you seen The River's Edge? No. It's uh, Daniel Roebuck has sex with a girl by the river, and then he. Grandpa. Her. Yeah, oh, the count. He's not the count. Grand, sorry. He's not grandpa the Yeah, They don't have sorry. kids yet. <laughs> yeah he has sex with a girl by the river and then he strangles her and then he just like goes to school and like everybody just like helps him cover it up mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's uh keanu reeves and Kristen glover are in it. it's pretty good it's a, it's a good movie sounds better than the river murderers
0: <laughs> so yeah if you like uh terrible movies uh go watch the river
1: murders <laughs> it's a last resort all right, let's go on to my next movie from 2022, Smile. You may have seen the myriad of advertising for this movie. I saw that they hired people to go to a Major League Baseball game and sit in the crowd and just smile at the camera. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: fun marketing.
1: Uh, written and directed by Parker Finn not familiar with parker finn it's his first uh, feature length film mm-hmm. uh, stars sozie bacon jesse t usher kyle gellner robin weigert caitlin stacy cal penn rob morgan jillian uh zinzer judy reyes uh jack so Nick Era Paglu, Era Paglu, Perry Strong, Matthew Lamb. That's about it. Uh, synopsis: After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Doctor Rose Carter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, this reminded me a little bit of it follows because there's a, a pattern where it's, it's like a curse that attaches it to a person. And then something happens and it attaches to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, the person who's been cursed has witnessed generally a suicide like a pretty gruesome suicide and then they go on and commit suicide in front of somebody else and then the next person who witnessed it you know they get cursed and the curse is basically you start seeing people just smiling at you just really creepy smile but i i really like this movie it was uh it's got a lot of jump scares in it and the story kind of lends itself to that. There's some fake outs and stuff. I read some reviews after the fact that, you know, pointed out, Oh, it's a a metaphor for trauma, man. It's a metaphor for trauma. I thought that was Halloween ends, (laughs) which every horror movie is a metaphor for trauma. (laughs) Um, It actually kind of reminded me of men a little bit, but like a better version of men. Mm -hmm maybe not quite as on the nose it was a little more uh subtle with the metaphor um pleasant focused on more for uh more fun horror elements uh like like i said with the jump scares and the fake outs and the you know different things like that and uh know, yeah, i was pleasantly surprised uh something like this you know it's always a crapshoot it sounds like a dumb premise on paper for the most part uh but they pulled it off really well. I will give it an eventually. Eventually. I think it was, uh, it's worth seeing. It's got some cool special effects in there too. And like I said, a lot of, there's some cool fake outs that I really enjoyed. Uh, and the ending I liked uh, quite a bit too. Um, so I would recommend it. Go see Smile.
0: All right. I saw another horror film for the first time called happy birthday to me from 1981 directed by J. Lee thompson starring melissa sue anderson you know who she is don't you mary from little house on the prairie
1: oh i never watched that show
0: never watched it growing up i figured you would have in your household
1: no <laughs> <laughs> we watched we watched batman
0: you didn't i would have figured you guys would have watched all of michael langdon or michael landon's shows basically because he, he no, had that he watched. did it highway to heaven Did you watch highway to heaven
1: um maybe uh occasionally bonanza we watched touched by an angel that mm. was uh that was the one that we watched more often than not as far as the uh religious based ones we didn't really get into little house in the prairie at all that was uh not up my alley okay happy birthday to me also
0: stars the legendary glenn ford i like him he's good yeah uh lawrence dane sharon acker francis highland tracy e bregman jack blum or bloom uh, matt craven i think that'll do it for the cast synopsis at the snobby crawford academy Virginia's group of friends start to go missing years after horrible events that happened to her as a child around her birthday. So, yeah, the main character is kind of part of this uh, clique that's the most popular kids. It's like the top 10 most popular kids, basically. And they all start dropping dead one by one, getting killed in horrible ways. Uh, the theatrical poster for this shows a, uh, a man screaming with a kebab about to go in his mouth about to get skewered and uh yeah there's a lot of fun kills in here a lot of great makeup special effects um it's a lot of fun very inventive uh early 80s slasher uh, so it isn't uh i mean it has a lot of you know the typical tropes and whatnot but it isn't as, as poisoned as like the other early to mid 80s slashers by the you know it isn't trying to copy friday the 13th and halloween so much i mean yeah. it's a slasher but It's its own thing, if anything, it's trying to start its own franchise. (laughs) But uh, the ending is very good as well. Obviously, not going to spoil it, but it's a fun ending. Okay, give it that. Uh, it was a highlight, as I said. The uh, special effects were great, movies a lot of fun overall. I would uh, definitely recommend it. I will give it an eventually,
1: eventually, nice. It's one that I've been wanting to see for a long time i just haven't had an opportunity yet my next movie from 1972 ben now i swear i've heard that this was michael jackson's favorite movie but he sings the theme song at the end so i could be uh confusing (laughs) things (laughs) this is a a sequel to the movie willard Uh, are you familiar with the movie willard no Uh, it was remade uh in the two thousands starring Crispin Clover. Um, I've not been able to find that one. Uh as of, I haven't been able to watch that one. But the uh the original Willard is uh it stars the guy who went on to become Senator Kelly in the X-Men movies. Um he was also the chairman of the Susan Ross Foundation on Seinfeld. Okay, yep. And basically it's, a, it's about a loner who uh, befriends a bunch of rats and then there's a, just a swarm of rats. <laughs> but this is a, a direct sequel. It, ha- it picks up right after the end of Willard. So uh, if you don't want to spoil Willard, uh, watch that first because it mm. it's basically starts with like the last five minutes of that movie. Directed by Phil Carlson. Uh, Starring Lee Montgomery, Joseph Campanella, Arthur O'Connell, Rosemary Murphy, Meredith Baxter, a young Meredith Baxter. You may know her from uh, Being the Mom in Family Ties. Hmm. Kaz Garris, Paul Carr, Richard Van Vliet. That's pretty about it uh, for the cast synopsis a lonely boy befriends ben the leader of a violent pack of killer rats um in willard there's uh so there's like two main rats one of them is a white rat named socrates one's pinky and and the other's the brain and socrates is obviously the good rat because he's white and then uh there's a (laughs) black rat named ben who's evil and uh Ben basically uh, becomes the leader of the, the the whole mess of rats and they start attacking everything and whatever. So in Ben, the movie Ben, most of it is just like the police trying to stop this uh, infestation of rats from just kind of running amok in the town. Uh, meanwhile, there's a boy named um, Danny Who uh, you find out later He has a heart condition He lives with his mom and his sister uh, And they're always telling him He needs to go rest Um, And he's got a a Workshop out back in the backyard Where he makes marionettes And does puppet shows Mm. And that's where he meets Ben (laughs) And uh, he and Ben become Best friends Meanwhile at night Ben Takes his uh, (laughs) rat family out And they like in one scene they ransack a grocery store and there's another scene where they go to uh it's like a cheese store but then there's like a spa next door that they terrorize and uh yeah basically it it comes down to you know they're trying to trap these rats and exterminate them and uh poison them and stuff but the kid is like <laughs> helping Ben avoid all that and uh like he gets in too deep with it uh and uh yeah it's a it's a silly movie. It's technically a horror movie, but it's i, I don't know I, I guess the uh the horror elements are when the the rats uh are just kind of you know on the prowl, but it's just kind of a bizarre you know uh movie about the friendship between a, a lonely boy and a rat. And there's like a couple of musical numbers, like the kid, uh, mm. like I said, he, he does uh, marionette shows, and then there's a couple numbers where he he does, sings a song, like he makes a puppet version of Ben at one point, and like he props up Ben on a stool so he can watch the, the puppet Ben sing and dance, mm-hmm. and uh, he kept waving the ass of the puppet in the, in the real rat's face. I thought he was going <laughs> to mount it at some point then he writes ben's song which is the one that michael jackson sings at the end and Hmm. um it kind of turns into a disaster movie towards the end like the big climax is uh i mean not to spoil too much they they basically find a way uh they find out the rats are hiding in the sewers and so like they they send in like flamethrowers and shotguns and, and like they there's like a 20 minute segment of them trying to exterminate these rats, which is actually pretty cool. Um, But uh, yeah, I've been wanting to watch this. Uh, Willard is just okay. Uh, But like I said, I had heard like Michael Jackson really likes this movie. Like it's his favorite movie. He makes the, like he would make people watch it with him. And uh, so like, I got to see this movie, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's entertaining enough but it's a last resort. Like you don't have to go out of your way to watch it. It's a last resort. Well, it looks like it's going out of its way for I guess to be seen by people. It's on Peacock.
0: as it is available on Crackle, freeve Plex, Pluto TV, Shot Factory TV and Tubi?
1: <laughs> I watched it on Peacock. So, I, I believe The so is also on Peacock. So, yeah, you can you can watch it a bunch of places yeah if if you uh if you care watch Willard first Willard's the more famous one I think okay I would hear that referenced in in other places too but uh yeah I mean it's uh they the premises are more interesting than the movies themselves but I'm really interested in seeing the remake of Willard though Mm -hmm. because I think they they take it to more of an extreme
0: all right well Let's get to the uh, movie challenge part of the show. I completed the movie challenge for the baby from 1973.
1: You got to see the baby. Mm-hmm, I did. That's that's what I said, and then you said that to me, and then I went to your apartment for <laughs> an afternoon. You did. You, you <laughs> for met, like a half hour, you saw the baby, and I saw the baby, <laughs> and saw so him spit up on himself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh directed by ted post starring uh Ann jeanette comer ruth roman mariana hill uh suzanne zenner who uh thought was quite fetching the the blonde daughter Ooh,
1: i love to jump on her bones mm. elba What about Jermaine? She does TV commercials sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Todd Andrews, Michael Pataki, and Aaron O'Reilly. Synopsis, a social worker still reeling from the loss of her architect husband. I don't know why that's in there. uh, Investigates the eccentric psychedelic Wadsworth family, consisting of a mother, two daughters, and an adult son with the apparent mental capacity of an infant it's important that you know that her husband was an architect i guess
1: well i don't get why they say the loss of her husband because it's i don't know we'll get into it (laughs) yeah it's i don't know it's it's Mm -hmm. wishy-washy there's one thing i was gonna ask you like at what point did you did you spot that coming?
0: yeah i guess we'll get into then spoilers but um i will say this was uh, a lot of fun it's not like it's Scary, but there's at least a couple of scenes that were very disturbing. I thought <laughs> <laughs> there's some good tension at the end, the uh, the climax. So there's some yeah you know, some scares, if you will, to be had there. Performances were pretty good for the most part. The the kid who or the guy who plays the infant, the the I guess the the tw- the early the guy in his early twenties who has the mind <laughs> of an infant, the baby. Yeah. He's just known as baby. He doesn't have a name.
1: Although I think they dubbed the uh, the sound for him. Yeah.
0: But even the, the physical acting <laughs> was uh, pretty good. Right. Acting like a, a baby as a 21-year-old <laughs> with his oversized crib. And even as a, an outdoor crib, you know, he can't walk. So he's crawling around everywhere. There was a, a little bit of blood uh, in this movie. You know, I, I I always wonder when I watch a movie like this, you know, from the early 70s, I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's gonna be any blood or not. You know, yeah, they didn't really have a, a lot. It's hit or miss if they really do.
1: This is a PG, but it's, yeah. a, you know, 1973 PG.
0: Yeah. So th- I thought there was a decent amount of blood and gore, if you will, I guess, towards the end. But um, yeah, it was like I said, it's hard to talk without spoilers. So we'll just save all that for our, after we wrap up the show here. But um I liked it a lot kind of on the border here. Um I'll give it an eventually, but it is pretty close to a for me.
1: Eventually. Nice. I I would agree with eventually. Um it's so bizarre. It's such a strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's a lot of fun. Like I I after I saw it the first time like, you know, I, I just I wanted to watch it again. You know, yeah, because it's uh, it's one of those things where like they, they drop hints throughout, and then like there's just this strange twist at the end that just kind of turns everything on its head.
0: I watched most of it while I was with my baby, <laughs> feeding the baby while the baby
1: was feeding <laughs> with the babysitter.
0: Uh, no, not that, not yet. We'll talk about that in a minute, but <laughs> um, yeah. Uh so let's uh kind of wrap up the show. Uh I guess you gotta
1: challenge me for next time before yeah, I do have forget. to challenge you. Yes is a challenge. To piggyback off of our Evil Dead
0: episode, I'm gonna challenge you to watch the remake, which I think is just called Evil Dead. There is no the
1: Yeah, I think that's correct.
0: Fetty Alvarez. The the goodie Fetty Alvarez. Well, that and Don't Breathe, they're both good, but his involvement in texas chainsaw was not enough for me <laughs>
1: <laughs> well he didn't really uh he didn't really do that much did he in the new yeah because he was supposed to he was supposed to i think write and direct
0: it and i think they he ended up still as a producer but um yeah i forget why he kind of became less involved it seems like they didn't
1: really uh, well it's a really good movie it. it's a really good movie though says you the new texas chainsaw massacre people who know know you and uh walter and zolly <laughs> <So> zolly did <laughs> like it
0: <laughs> all right well um so yeah let's uh
1: tell the folks at home where they can get some lovely wtm merch you can head over to wtm watch this movie dot creator dash spring.com you can reach out to us. You can email us at watch this movie
0: at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at watch this underscore movie or Brett at positively wolf one. You can also follow us on letterboxd. Brett is under, you can find him under the same handle. You can find me slash the show's account under Eric underscore Mulder. Uh, check out our website at WTM, And please rate and review subscribe and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many other podcast apps. So, watching the baby. Yeah, that first disturbing scene for me was the, the breastfeeding scene with uh, the babysitter. And it, get, it gets to a point where I felt like I was Steve Martin in The Jerk when he's watching the, the, the kitten juggling.
1: It's like, <laughs> that's it. Turn it off. <laughs> oh, so weird. Well, then later, uh, the older sister just climbs into the mm-hmm. crib with them.
0: Yeah, that was the other. Uh, uh, thankfully, cut, that
1: was only like five seconds. Well, they cut away, but I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what happened here?
0: Yeah, they don't really go back to that. That's just kind of to provide some context, I guess, to the family and how they treat them. Because that's also around that time, I think, where they show you that they're
1: actually shocking him and beating him and stuff. Yeah, with the, they got the cattle prod. Mm-hmm. Um, because he starts doing too much in front of the uh, social worker, so you know, baby doesn't walk. baby doesn't talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the breastfeeding he just starts going after the
0: nurse's uh boob, which is very unsettling. and then it's you know she's resisting she doesn't she tells him to stop he doesn't yeah, she kind of relents and then it seems like she's really enjoying it, yeah, I mean, maybe that was unintentional, but it looked like she was getting off on it.
1: Well, it was weird, though, because she was just the babysitter. Like, yeah, I don't think she had. uh Like, I think she just was going to let him suck her nipple, but like, I don't think like she had milk in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was another thing. I was like, no, nah, there's nothing in there. So and, uh, I don't know why you're trying. The phone call with her boyfriend
1: was pretty hilarious. Though. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, refers to him as the of course panties. <laughs> I, always, I always wear panties. <laughs> Fine, I'll take him off for you.
0: (laughs) Thinking about it now, that whole scene doesn't make a whole lot of sense And that the mother and the daughters just leave him alone with the babysitter. And uh, the blonde says later that, you know, no one's to ever leave him alone with anyone. You know, someone's always going to be around, basically. So I don't know why they trust that babysitter so much to leave him alone with the babysitter while they go out and have egg rolls
1: i don't know well they must have used that babysitter for a while though because they're yeah. like oh she always leaves the tv on mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't even think of that
0: i just thought of it now when i was like why why why, why do they leave him alone with this babysitter
1: well i wonder because i assume they don't want to leave him alone with somebody from the state because they could lose their state aid yeah um whereas the babysitter like you know They beat the shit out of her, and they're like, "Nobody's gonna believe you." (laughs) Oh, we'll we'll press charges on you. Yeah, for assaulting the baby.
0: Uh huh. He's the mind
1: of a child, and you basically saying (laughs) that she molested him—that's rape or whatever. I forget. Uh, Elba gets really into it. The -hmm. the blonde chick. Um, I was gonna ask you. Uh, we kind of teased it. uh, At what point did you kind of? figure out one that the husband was still alive and two that he was um disabled not until the final scene but
0: um it was pretty give myself a pretty shocking reveal it was a pretty yeah. shocking
1: reveal though
0: i thought i had missed something cuz i was kind of distracted especially towards the beginning uh with with the baby i had in real life <laughs> and i thought i had missed something cuz she does uh mention it later Oh, I mean going over scene by scene again. I guess they drop little hints like uh, you know, she says she's still happily married or ever to that Dennis guy. Yeah. Even really, like at the time you're like, "Oh, she just lied to him to uh stop his advances, but she could just be telling the truth."
1: Well, <laughs> there's uh there's one scene where she and Jermaine are. So, so like at the beginning she's like looking at photographs of the her and her husband, I think it was. <laughs> and then there's a scene where jermaine's walking her to her car and they're talking and uh she says oh my husband was an architect kind of implying that he's not an architect anymore and then uh jermaine says oh i like to go hiking on the weekends maybe you could come along and she says no i spend my saturdays with my husband
0: okay Um, i must have missed that because i was you know i looking at all those pictures i thought she was you know sad that he's gone and that he had died because she said mentioned something about an accident and i didn't yeah. really it wasn't really clear yeah they, she they even says it, it, to the, it to the stepmother later there's that scene towards the middle or even more towards the end where she says something along the lines of you know it was my accident was my fault we lost him or something yeah and i was like it's, oh. it's
1: really vague because it mm-hmm. it could be like Cause the implication is almost like, Oh, I go to the graveyard on Saturdays and mm. I spend, you know, the afternoon at his, uh, at his grave, you know, or, you know, bring a picnic or flowers or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, at the end you find out that he's, he's just had his mental, uh, capacities taken away from him and he's basically an infant in himself. And now she has two of them and uh it's kind of implied that she's gonna bang both you think so
0: i don't know she i think you they, don't think so she's treating them as uh like their brothers you know like they gotta you gotta play you gotta play buddy now you know you
1: gotta playmate. Yeah. but i i thought it was kind of implied that she's gonna fuck both of them mm. i don't know maybe well because
0: i thought she was better than the
1: the other family <laughs> so it's like it just me her uh intentions she's she kidnapped baby and then she fakes the photo of him standing wearing a business suit yeah <laughs> <laughs> to prove that he was faking it
0: yeah i thought it was like okay this is a nice twist that she's not actually uh, taking him to a you know a hospital or a, a place where he could be treated yeah uh, and maybe helped with his development and she's just taking him home because the, the family suspected that. Oh, she just wants him for herself. She's you know, she's a nut job or whatever. Yeah. She kinda is,
1: but I guess I don't know. Maybe not not maybe for it's the reasons better. why. Yeah, not for the reasons why you thought. Yeah. Although she locks baby in the closet too. Yeah. Um, so she's not as nice as you think she is, you
0: know. Yeah. But you're not you don't see her uh shocking him with a cattle prod,
1: but well, then again, they, they murdered three people and then buried them in the swimming <laughs> yeah. pool. Although I'm sure the
0: other family and already murdered because that one social worker, they said, went missing.
1: Oh, people go missing all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the, what her superior says. Oh, people go missing all the time. <laughs> they said that it was good enough for the police. It was good enough for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh so it was a double yeah. cross. A lot of stuff going on in that movie. It's it's you know, it's thinking about it, it's it's almost deeper than like you want to give it credit for because they like kind of sprinkle those little clues along the way, but still make it uh you know, shocking at the end. Just a complete reversal of uh what you think is happening, you know. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it
0: anything else for the baby
1: i think we covered most of it that's probably good enough i I don't think there's anything else i mean there's some other scenes like they had the party scene and Mm -hmm. they tied her up in the basement and the baby got her loose and
0: it's funny the 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 mom had that heavy smokers voice oh yeah it was funny because the wife was walking through the uh, living room and she kind of did a double take at the tv she goes oh that's a that's a woman <laughs> she just had heard the voice <laughs> and then she looked at, oh that's a woman talking
1: <laughs> i did like at the the party that one creepy guy kept hitting on the social worker uh I forget what the character's name was dennis and the social worker yeah oh um and then it just turned out to be alba's ex-boyfriend because she just dates scumbags <laughs> yeah but it's implied that like, she's maybe still in high school or college age. Because
0: hmm.
1: she gives tennis lessons after school. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's probably enough for the baby. I, I would recommend it. It's on, uh, I got the Arrow Blu-ray, but um, looks like it's on AMC Plus, Tubi. You can watch it on Tubi if you want to sit through the ads. hmm But uh, it's short. It's less than an hour and a half. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre and fun. Speaking of not so fun, here's Halloween ends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So spoilers will follow for Halloween ends. Yeah. My biggest problem with it is so, you know, they, they do something a little different, not that it's wholly original, but different um, you know, they make Corey kind of the focus uh, and his transformation, I guess, is kind of the main plot of the, of the film from good to evil. Yeah. And, you know, Michael Myers is kind of
1: put on the back burner. They put him in a fucking uh, runoff train. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was funny. Also, uh, bringing up uh, Hunter from the Midnight Movie Cowboys podcast, he had a funny tweet, uh, I think, from today. He watched the movie last night or something
1: yeah i think he was live tweeting when he was uh, watching it last night
0: and uh here what is it here because he has the two pictures of
1: well he, he posted a picture of the the band uh the school band uh roving gang and he says the the guy on the second from the left is not in is not a band geek and uh i i said that's a check (laughs) the guy, <laughs> he's like oh, oh i meant the the one on the the second from the right hit <laughs> the wrong direction in there and, uh as in, it's 2022 i know it's hard to tell so yeah
0: i, I retweeted uh his tweet that yeah it was uh um, it was you can find it amongst his thread on halloween ends while he was watching it but you know he says laurie in halloween 2018 Michael is in a facility. We know where he is, but I'm going to go Sarah Connor crazy preparing for his return. Lori and Halloween ends. Michael Myers is still at large and on the loose, but you know what? I'm going to live, laugh, love. (laughs) It shows her knitting, you know, because she takes up knitting and stuff. She's like a Susie homemaker, her and her granddaughter.
1: It's so true. It's 100% (laughs) accurate.
0: (laughs) It just doesn't make any
1: sense. I I thought that jamie lee curtis was just playing herself in this movie like she's just like every time i see her she's just bitter and old and like wishing she was younger than she was and she's always talking about how she kind of doesn't like horror movies and she doesn't
0: know why these are so popular and
1: yeah and i i don't know harrison
0: ford and shyla buff just shit
1: talking their own movies (laughs) Well, like, I I just remember back to, uh, like, the 90s when I first started figuring out who Jamie Lee Curtis was, and it was because she would, like, show up on Nickelodeon and, like, uh, other networks like that, like, you know, trying to act like a young person, but, like, Mm -hmm. she was clearly in her 40s. and
0: Well, Freaky Friday was coming out.
1: Like, way, like way past her coolness uh expiration date and like she was trying so hard to to fit in with the young people and like be the cool mom or whatever mm-hmm. and uh obviously this is before i saw any of her horror movies from like the 70s and 80s but like every time i see her since then it's just like oh she's just even more bitter now and angry <laughs> and like just upset that she's like doesn't fit in like she's not the cool person that she wants to be yeah i don't know even her role in this movie is it seems like it's severely uh trimmed versus previous well versus the first uh the 2018 one the yeah. halloween kills she was put on the back burner there too
0: yeah yeah but with you know with ends you know her character doesn't make as much sense but michael myers even makes less sense to me with the story line i guess the story beats that they were kind of like the direction they were going with him in halloween kills is that he's
1: so weak he's 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 basically
0: supernatural because they like the trailer for um halloween ends i think might have included bits of kills at least one of the trailers did um to kind of get you ready and then of course, the, the trailer for Halloween Kills and one of the things that it ends with is Jamie Lee Curtis saying, you know, the more he kills, the more he transcends. Yeah. You know, that was basically like the most famous line outside of evil dies tonight.
1: <laughs> evil dies <laughs> tonight.
0: But it's like, okay, so they set up and the He fact- killed
1: a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. In Halloween Kills. <laughs> uh, like it's making him stronger because he's, you know, in the first halloween he was shot six times basically and runs off <laughs> yeah. um you know they kind of go back to that and halloween kills with the flashback
1: well halloween kills it was it should have been halloween overkills yeah with how much they fucking beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. and they he's... shot him again like
0: four or five times point blank range yeah. they stab him multiple times you know beating with bats and uh, he just goes into Overdrive.
1: He <laughs> killed was, the whole crew.
0: The wife was asleep, and while I was rewatching that, and she kind of woke up and just, I, I had had paused, and it was the whole gang was had encircled Michael, and we're just about to start taking turns killing him. Yeah. And uh, she went back to sleep, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, the new one's coming out." And because, well, how did he get out of? How did he get away from all those people? <laughs> <laughs> said, well. Uh, should have seen it you know he's superhuman i guess and then it's like just kidding he's not superhuman
1: doesn't it end with him looking out the window of his own house yeah because
0: he uh goes upstairs and kills uh laurie's daughter yeah and then just stares out the window because for some reason laurie laurie's daughter uh judy greer felt a connection is like you know we used to michael used to look outside that window so i'm gonna go do that And then, yeah, Michael kills her, which I thought was like, the house. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Kills one of the quote unquote new main characters. But then, yeah, so it ends and he just vanishes again. Yeah. Though he should have been dead, but if he wasn't, then that basically means he's superhuman. They're hinting at it with, that he transcends, and it's like he's, you know, he's just evil personified, which. Was kind of the whole gist of all the movies, anyways. So yeah. then, all of a sudden, it goes from him being a supernatural like figure to a guy down on his luck in the with all the other hobos
1: in the in the, in the runoff <laughs> pipes. Well, like, I couldn't figure out because he does like a mind meld with Corey.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. weird. Like he's standing behind scene.
1: a like they're in a a drainage sewer under an overpass. And, like, Michael Myers is, like, hiding behind a wall with, like, a little hole where he can reach out and grab him by the throat. And instead of choking him out like he normally would, like, he's like, oh, I can see that you murdered a child, so you're evil like me. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell, like, oh, is Michael's evil transmitting into Corey, or is there, like, some other connection there? Where he's like, I can't kill evil. I can only kill innocence. And uh, but and then from there, like Corey, like it becomes a different person. He's got the the eyes that Michael has, he's got mm-hmm. Michael's eyes, and he doesn't need glasses anymore, and he can see fine. And he has to
0: basically regenerate him, like uh, original changes. Texas Chainsaw.
1: Come on, Grandpa, <laughs>
0: <laughs> get her. Grandpa does it the best. He's the best. They basically allude, they allude to him getting sustenance from dragging dead bodies into the sewer once in a while. And I guess that's what them. I was
1: thinking. Because <laughs> that other hobo was like, hey, that's my job. I bring dead people to the Michael Myers. Um but, but then that I, has I never been hinted at that he feeds off of human flesh. It was or, weird.
0: Or does he devour their souls or what? because he's still very weak so apparently he's sucking at doing that in the the four years that is in between halloween kills and halloween ends
1: yeah wasn't there a scene where they he brings a victim down there and then yeah uh, he because because it was his uh it was laurie's granddaughter's uh ex-boyfriend or whatever the cop follows him down there and uh yeah it was kind of implied that michael needs to kill to get stronger but then mm. like he's still weak and cory <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Corey just out muscles him and he takes his mask and shit yeah and like i said i think But then he stuff... sits up <laughs> <laughs> does the michael myers sit up yeah the, the which the undertaker and kane stole later But yeah, like that stuff with like Corey kind of taking on the the characteristics of the evil or of the shape or whatever, you know, that would have worked better in an earlier installment. Like as the final installment of this trilogy, like it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like I, I was I thought it was interesting, like it's an interesting idea. And uh, you know, you didn't do like the worst job of pulling it off, although, like, there's a lot of you know, dead time. Uh, you know, there's a lot of time between kills. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of action in this movie. Um, there's a little bit at the beginning, and then there he gets bullied by some band kids, and then like, it, not until the end until you start getting more action in there. Um,
0: yeah, like, like I, like I said, I, I like the opening scene, but it doesn't make sense for a Halloween movie. No. I like when the music comes in because that's the Halloween music, <laughs> and then they use the font from Season of the Witch, which which was kind of cool. So it's like they're going almost with like a Season of the Witch type of feel, and then it's it's not the Michael not, Myers story, you know?
1: No, it's not the time. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that was not definitely not the time.
1: Well, like, and then they had another sweary kid. So they had a kid who swears at adults again, um, except for this kid has had uh bedwetting problems and nightmares, uh but he's still despite that, he's okay to stay up and watch monster movies and then to play a trick on his babysitter and and get him locked in the attic. I thought that didn't make a lot of sense like you establish that this kid has had a lot of psychological issues over the last year um but he's still a badass kid, you know that. Uh, you know definitely was inspired by you know Danny McBride and uh, David Gordon Green you know they're kind of typical child uh, character but yeah and I when the kid went over the edge of the, the thing I thought that was kind of hilarious but <laughs> <laughs> well it wasn't super realistic honestly like he kicks the door out like the kid wouldn't open the door for him Like his parents are home, like he should know that the parents are home. Yeah, and I don't know. I thought the ending was decent.
0: I like the idea of Michael Myers being put through the meat grinder, so to say.
1: (laughs) I was underwhelmed with how they disposed of him. Like they just like slash his wrist and bleed him out. And yeah, that was
0: kind of anticlimactic. I mean, I didn't mind the seems like he went out real easy.
1: Yeah.
0: But that's the thing is like he's kind of weak but i thought he was back to normal now because they killed that couple together him and cory
1: that's what i thought and then he killed cory yeah i noticed it was weird uh lori calls in a suicide but then, like she knows that michael's gonna be there but it wasn't michael it was cory mm-hmm. um so that was weird like <laughs> yeah i don't know why she had to
0: Like, use that as a ruse to hide like her faking her death because she shoots that pumpkin, you know? Yeah. She could have just, like, hid behind a door, couldn't
1: she have? (laughs) But, like, why does she have to call it in? Like, is he listening to the police scanner? It's like, I don't... Isn't he on his way there anyway? I guess like, it's also to have the cops show up
0: too, but like then... Whose
1: benefit is that? That's
0: only probably one showing up. You know, if you say Michael Myers is here, the whole fleet is going to come. If you yeah. say there's a suicide, then there's going to be an ambulance and a cop car that shows up probably. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> it took her a long time to do it. Those cops do not have the best uh, response time. Mm-hmm. They, well, they're already dead. Because
0: they're reporting us suicide,
1: yeah. a suicide attempt. <laughs> well, they didn't ask any more questions. They're like, "Okay, thanks, Lori." <laughs> they didn't include the line from the movie, or uh, not the movie, the trailer. You know, there was a line in the trailer where she says, "Maybe I have to die in order for him to die," or or it was something to that extent, where Lori says, "Maybe I have to die for." him to die and i don't think that was in the movie itself and they they don't really go ahead with that in any way other than the fake out suicide mm-hmm. do you remember that I, I don't remember it being in the movie um but it was definitely in the advertising for sure what was the line it's something like maybe in order for him to die i need to die too oh some, yeah okay something I do, like that i do kind of remember that um, it's like the implication was they're so connected that she has to die in order for him to finally, yeah, be killed.
0: Thought they were like just you know stab each other at the same time or like <laughs> one blade through two bodies type of thing, or like
1: <laughs> she she slits her own throat and then he just you know drops dead. <laughs>
0: you know? It's like it's we're like fight so club. connected.
1: We're <laughs> so connected. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, they should have just changed it into like a Tyler Durden thing. And then Laurie's been in the mass killing people.
1: Laurie's been Michael Myers the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a twist coming. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Probably would have made more sense. Uh, you know, I did see on Twitter somebody, somebody who was uh, trying to make the argument that this trilogy, it's not about Michael Myers. It's about the town of Heddenfield. <laughs> And so this was the perfect way to wrap up. It's about traumas. Is the perfect. It's it's always about trauma. (laughs) Every horror movie is about trauma, because God forbid we have you know other things to draw from. uh, uh, You know, is the Halloween Kills is
0: the community trying to you know coming together and uniting facing their problems and
1: issues. Who's the real evil? (laughs) They killed that guy that they mm-hmm. thought was michael myers but he was actually just a mental patient who was about five foot seven and bald and not wearing a mask
0: that's the commentary on cancel culture
1: <laughs> i like the texas chainsaw mask commentary on cancel culture better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah i think i i uh, definitely enjoyed halloween kills more than ends now i still don't like kills I thought parts of it were entertaining and there's definitely some laughs in there, unintentional and intentional.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't rewatch kills, but I have a feeling that if I did it would it would be better than Halloween ends just cuz there's more stuff that goes on in it. Like it seems like there's more action and
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Um you know, you get super Michael Myers in there. You mm-hmm.
0: know, so, all right. Well, I guess that's probably enough. Halloween ends.
1: I agree. Anything else you want to add? No, I I can't remember that Southland Tales line that I was trying to <laughs> think of. Uh, Something about Out with a whimper It it fits this uh, this movie perfectly yeah. in its position in the in the series.
0: All right. Well, we will check you later.
1: Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Later. You dork man what are you talking Chick you about later. Chick you later chicky later <laughs> hey man you off my case